Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. It's Tuesday, February 1st. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Many schools are struggling with a pandemic and a teacher shortage. That is leading to a measurable percentage of classrooms not being taught by skilled educators. I'm hearing social workers covering English classes. You know, it's like we're not serving our kids well, and we don't really have a choice. We'll report on how schools are scrambling because of a lack of substitute teachers in just a few minutes. A big winter storm is moving in as the Missouri Department of Transportation is coping with a driver shortage. MoDOT says available crews throughout the state will be working 12-hour shifts over the next few days, but there are staffing shortages because of, quote, turnover and sickness. The National Weather Service has issued a winter storm warning from midnight tonight until noon Thursday. Some areas could receive more than 10 inches of precipitation. Jefferson County has recorded more than 50,000 coronavirus cases since the start of the pandemic. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports county health officials say it's been difficult to convince residents to get vaccinated. Jefferson County's level of community transmission remains very high. Around one in every three coronavirus tests come back positive. The county legs St. Louis and St. Louis County in COVID-19 vaccinations. Just below half of residents there are fully vaccinated. Brianne Zwiener is a communication specialist for the health department. She says the Omicron variant of the virus is sweeping through the community. Anecdotally, just I mean, there's not many people that I talk to on a regular basis within my community that don't know someone, if not themselves, who is sick at this point. Zwiener says Jefferson County's vaccination rate is going up slowly, about half a percentage point each week. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt is taking lawsuits against school districts with mask mandates a step further. His office is filing temporary restraining orders against the Ferguson Florissant, St. Charles Region 6, and Columbia Public Schools districts to stop mask requirements. Schmidt has sued 45 districts for keeping such restrictions. The Attorney General says he will file more temporary restraining orders. The federal government is investing close to $1 billion to improve locks and dams on the Mississippi River. The funding will pay for a new 1,200-foot lock and dam, number 25. That's about an hour north of St. Louis. U.S. Army Corps of Engineers St. Louis District Colonel Kevin Golinghorst says the Corps is overseeing the more than $700 million project. There's risk uh, for a single uh, lock at that location uh, and other places on the Mississippi River. We, we want to remove that single point of failure. So that's the key aspect of adding a 1,200-foot lock uh, along at uh, the 600-foot existing lock. Golinghorst says the new lock will be able to handle more barge traffic. A St. Louis Career Services nonprofit has received $250,000 from the U.S. Department of Commerce to train women for geospatial careers. Rung for Women plans to offer the training to about 60 women next summer. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports. Participants will enter a 10-week professional skills program to prepare them for geospatial jobs. They will then move on to 12 weeks of geospatial analyst training. It will prepare them to examine satellite imagery and other geographic information systems data. Scott Chadwick is Corporate Partnerships Acquisitions Chief at Maryville University. He helped develop the curriculum. It's all about access and opportunity, especially technology jobs that that women and people of color 
have traditionally been un- underrepresented in. Chadwick says the program can be a kickstarter for women interested in a field long dominated by men. Three local geospatial companies will interview women who complete the program for entry-level jobs. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. A longtime supporter of the arts in the St. Louis region has left $3 million to three organizations. Laumeyer Sculpture Park, the St. Louis Artists Guild, and the Craft Alliance will divide the money from the late Luetta Buechler. The Manchester resident died in 2020. Those organizations did not know that they were in her will. The teacher shortage is affecting families every day. Peter Medlin reports on how a lack of substitutes has made staffing next to impossible for some schools in Illinois. Thousands of teachers were forced into quarantine over the past month when an Omicron wave descended onto Illinois schools. But in many districts, there were no substitute teachers to triage the situation until they get back. Mark Kleisner is a school administrator and president of the Illinois Association of Regional Superintendents of Schools, or IARSS. So the domino effect means you've got a a measurable percentage of classrooms that are not taught by content specialists or by skilled educators. I'm hearing social workers covering English classes. You know, it's like we're not serving our kids well and we don't really have a choice. The IARSS has put together an annual report on the state of the teacher shortage in Illinois for several years. And the problem has been around since years before the pandemic, but COVID-19 has made it significantly worse. It became personal. This this past month, we've had numerous districts that closed because they didn't have enough staff to open. The teacher shortage came to parents' front door this year. Or maybe not even that, thanks to a scarcity of school bus drivers. According to the recent survey, 96% of districts say they have a shortage of substitutes. Our data point this year was over 2,000 educator openings were either unfilled or they were filled by someone not qualified. It's more challenging than ever to get retired teachers to sub during the pandemic, but back in 2018, the state passed a law making it easier to obtain a short-term substitute license. And many school districts rely on short-term subs, but they can only teach the same position up to 10 days. The option is an empty classroom versus somebody who's going to stay at day 11 or day 12. You know, I'm going to be honest and and say, if you've got a really good person that's resonating and engaging kids, I'm not going to be knocking on the door checking. I mean, that's the rule. But if you're able to keep school open, more power to you. Kleisner says he's seen schools send letters home pleading with parents to substitute for $150 a day. He says there weren't many takers, but it's going to take creativity to fix the problem. Brad Beckner is with Kelly Education, a contracting company that recruits and trains substitute teachers for school districts, including Rockford Public Schools. Because of the pandemic, their training is completely online in small groups and takes about two weeks. New substitutes typically won't see an in-person classroom until they're face-to-face with students. But they are trying out an ambassador program in some places like Rockford. We can do a buddy-up system and really do some job shadowing to give people a little bit more of a preview uh, if they have any any concerns or any lingering doubts as to their ability to jump into a classroom. Beckner also says even though substitute pay is going up in some areas, so are their responsibilities. More and more substitute teachers are not coming into the classroom as they historically have to cover for a short-term absence for a teacher. Substitute teachers, for all intents and purposes in today's world, are doing exactly what teachers do, but for a lot less pay. The well of prospective teachers is drying up. 
there are far fewer candidates, especially in positions like special education and bilingual teachers. And many experienced teachers have left the field during the pandemic. Educators say it feeds a vicious cycle. Overworked, burnt-out teachers quit the classroom with no one to replace them, leaving the teachers that remain even more overworked and more likely to burn out themselves. Kleisner says to tackle the teacher shortage, it'll take both creativity and financial investments in teachers and substitutes alike. I'm Peter Medlin. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.